Hello friends, my name is Gabby and welcome to the As You Think podcast. As you think, so shall you be. Hello lovelies, I hope you're having a lovely day or morning or evening because I have no idea what time of the day you're listening to this. Uh, I'm so excited to be back for episode two. If you listened to episode one, thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm really excited to start making these podcasts alongside the videos that I make because I also uh, put out weekly videos on my YouTube. And of course, I write a lot of different blog posts and update resources on my website for, you know, transformation, healing and personal development in general. So Today, what I want to talk to you about is what I learned about love and relationships after being bit by a dog. I know it sounds a little bit weird, like how can you learn something about love and relationships after being bit by a dog? But uh, I wrote a blog post about, I think, a week, two weeks ago relating to this incident, I guess you could call it. But I also wanted to make a podcast episode and tell you a little bit more uh, about this event. So basically, in December of last year, so 2018, uh, I went with my best friend to an animal shelter because she wanted to adopt a dog. And the animal shelter that we went to was in Manhattan. It was in Harlem. It was a pretty pretty crazy animal shelter because dogs that were being brought to that you know animal shelter they were strays or they were abandoned by their owners and basically if they didn't get adopted in a certain amount of days they were going to be what's it called in English they're gonna be they they were gonna be put down I forgot the kind of like formal word for it so we went there and it was a very overwhelming experience because the dogs were barking and it really didn't smell good and the facilities themselves weren't the nicest so I feel like it was really difficult for us just seeing so many dogs that were there and understanding that not all of them were going to be adopted so long story short uh she adopted this silky terrier senior dog i think he's about eight or nine years old and we brought him back to her apartment and you know we were told that he has maybe some uh, aggression issues because he's been astray i think for about eight months or maybe even over a year nobody really knew and he was a stray in new york city so we started you know playing with him and he started getting comfortable and then she asked me if i could take care of her dog while she goes away from the weekend because she had like plants from long ago and I said absolutely so I was staying at her apartment and I took care of the dog and everything was fine he had certain triggers that would make him be a little bit aggressive or he would like start growling at you slightly but he would snap out of it immediately so I took care of uh, care of him uh, for a weekend in December then for a weekend in January and then she asked me if I could take care of him at the end of February for a few days as well and I said absolutely so I came over and you know I spent the day with him and we played and I was doing my thing he was sleeping and then in the evening I went to take him for a walk and I took him for a walk and when we came back we were standing outside the apartment and I bent over to clip off his leash right and as my hand started getting closer to his neck something triggered him and he immediately just yanked his head to the side and bit into my hand so he bit into the fleshy part in between my thumb and my index finger 
and he bit into it and he wasn't gonna let go and I had to yank my hand out of his mouth and he was still growling at me really bad so I just said stop it you know like stop it and he just immediately snapped out of it and I opened the door and he ran to the other room and just hid somewhere and I closed the door I started freaking out I looked at my hand and I saw that there was a small piece of my hand missing from my hand it wasn't huge but I mean because I had to yank my hand out there was a, like a little hole in my hand and I started bleeding and I started having this panic attack because I've never in my life been bitten by a dog so uh long story short I was in pain and it took me I think three or four weeks for the wound to heal but then it took maybe a month and a half too for it to not be sore anymore because you know it really went deep into the muscle so even if I was using my hand I could still feel pain um, and so yeah my wound healed I still have a scar to this day but what happened was is that I realized that I became scared of petting dogs and I guess I shouldn't say necessarily that I was scared of dogs because I wasn't however I realized that Every time I would pet a dog and my hand would be close to his or her neck, I would tense up and subconsciously I would start thinking, oh my God, what if I get bit again? And I worked as a personal trainer when I lived in New York uh, and I had a client and she had the sweetest dog ever and I loved that dog so, 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 so much. And after I got bitten, I realized that I would hesitate to pet that dog. Even though I knew that she was the sweetest, cutest dog ever, I would still tense up if she would like turn her head while my hand was, you know, around her neck. So I realized that I sort of have like a post-traumatic disorder of, you know, petting dogs because I got bitten and this love and trust that I had with dogs, it was completely shaken up and I didn't like it. So... I recently relocated from New York to the Netherlands and I'm temporarily staying with my mom and her boyfriend and they have a dog. They have a beautiful, adorable seven-year-old golden retriever, right? And I've, oh my God, I've, you know, every time I'd come to visit them in Holland, I would play with him and I would take him from walks. Like he's the most, he's the sweetest, most beautiful and like calm dog ever so when I relocated back I would play with him and then I would take him for walks but I realized that every single time when I had to go and put on his collar I would freak out I would be like oh my god what if and that's what I had in my head always what if he just bites me and I knew that he was sweet and I knew that he would never do that and he's he's never bit the, the dog doesn't even bark and I knew that it wouldn't happen, but at the back of my head, I would always think, what if, like, this time? I know he's sweet, but what if? And my mom and Ben were like, oh, come on, like, don't be ridiculous. He's not going to do it. And I was like, I consciously understand that he's not going to do it, but a part of me, it's, like, scared. Like, what if it happens? So, as most of you know, uh, that's basically the reason why I created this, you know, podcast and my website and everything that I share on social media is to do with psychology and spirituality. I love the human mind. I am fascinated the way we think, why we think, what we believe and all these things. So I started questioning myself and I was like, okay, why am I so scared? I understand that I had this bad experience and I got, you know, bitten once by a dog, but now... My experience and my trust with dogs is not the same as it used to be all the previous times. 
And I started thinking about it more and more and more and more. And then out of nowhere, I had this insight of, oh my God, we do this all the time with relationships. When it comes especially to romantic relationships, this is what you do. Like this is, I'm not saying exactly to you, my bad. What I, what I meant to say is this is what we do all the time. You know, you are in a relationship with a partner and then maybe they betray you or they do something or they hurt you and then you take that hurt and it's almost like you, you know, you put it in your backpack, you put that backpack on your shoulders and then every new relationship that you go into, you bring that hurt and you know that disappointment and those fears from previous relationships into new relationships. So in a way, it's never a blank slate. Even if you meet a person whom you've never, you know, known or if you meet somebody and you see that they're sweet and kind and trustworthy and incredible, there still might be a part of you thinking, okay, yeah, they're great, but what if they hurt me the same way? What if they cheat on me the same way? And this was a huge, huge realization for me. And I was like, oh my God, like this is for me a moment to practice just trusting, right? I had this bad experience, this one-time bad experience that I am recreating day by day while interacting with this incredible dog. His name is Cyrus, by the, by the, by the way. Um, so this is what kept kind of like turning in, in, in my head. And I was thinking, okay, um, when we are in that situation, right? And I've gotten hurt in the past as well. And when you meet a new person or you go into a new relationship and you have the subconscious fear of, oh, you know, you're going to do the same as, you know, my previous partner did. Or, yeah, I know you're incredible and trustworthy, but I still don't trust you. And for us, we make it so real in our minds. We validate it so much because we have evidence, right? This thing happened and we thought about it and we started believing it even more. And we have actual evidence to confirm our belief that I can't trust people or, you know, I can't open up because I'm scared to be hurt. But what happens when we take that situation and we sort of turn the tables and think, how would we feel if somebody brought their baggage from a previous relationship and, you know, just dumped it onto us? If we are, let's say if I am, right, really trustworthy and really loyal and I could never, you know, go and uh, betray a partner, yet a partner with whom I'm currently in a relationship with, he had this experience with their ex. And what they do is that no matter how much I love them and show them how much I care for them and say that, you know, I, I could never do that to you. I'm not that kind of person. What if they still said, yeah, I, I understand, but like, what if you do? And it would make me feel really sad and hurt and disappointed because it would make me feel what else do you want me to do? Like if, if I understand that you had this past hurt, but don't put it on to me. Like I have nothing to do with what happened to you. And I understand that, you know, it might've affected you really deeply, but that's not my plan. That's not what I'm planning to do. That's not what I want to do. That's not even, you know, something that I could do. So 
I want you to think about relationships and even not necessarily relationships. Let's say any other area in your life, maybe work related, maybe creativity, maybe, you know, your hobbies, maybe relationships. Um, maybe you shared an idea once with a coworker and they laughed at it and they said that it was stupid. And now you have this fear of sharing ideas with anybody because you believe that people will laugh at it, right? You had this one time bad experience and now you expect that that's going to happen every single time, right? As I said, you got hurt in a relationship and now you believe that every relationship that you go into is going to end up being the same way. And I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way. And oftentimes it's not even going to be that way. But our minds are incredible and I understand that they are trying to protect us. However, oftentimes our mind gets in our own way. And when we have these beliefs and this evidence for why we shouldn't trust people or why we shouldn't open up, we make it so real in our minds and we live by it and and we live in this self-created world of, you know, not trusting people, not being able to open up. And one of the things that I recommend is sharing these beliefs that you have or these fears with a close friend or a family member or somebody that you can really trust. Because let me tell you, when you share these beliefs that you have with somebody else, you're going to realize how ridiculous they are. And I have done so many personal developments in, in, you know, in my, in the last few years, personal development seminars and workshops and things like that. And one of the most recent ones that I did actually lasted, I think about eight or nine months. And we used to do all these different exercises where we take a disempowering belief. For example, a lot of people have beliefs of I am not good enough. I'm not smart enough. You know, I'm not qualified enough. And we go in front of a room and we keep sharing it with other people. um, And they just tell us how ridiculous it is. They're like, no, that's not true. And then you say it more and more and more. And the more you say, you're like, wait a second, that's so silly. How come... I was going through life believing this thing. And I even have an incredible friend. uh, Her name is Denise. And I share some of my ridiculous beliefs with her that I think are very real in my mind. And she laughs at it it, and she's like, Gabby, that's... Stop it. That's ridiculous. But then she shares with me her beliefs. And I say to her, how did you even come up with that? So if you can just have a friend or your partner or a family member, somebody that you really trust that you know to whom you could share these beliefs that you have, these thoughts that you have, and you could both laugh at it because of how ridiculous and not true it is, let me tell you, it's going to make everything so, so, so much easier. And transparency and being open with people, right? If you are scared of your partner hurting you, just tell them, look, I had this bad experience, right, with a previous partner, and I don't want to put it onto you. So if sometimes I do things or, you know, if sometimes I say something hurtful, um, it's only because it comes from this, you know, other experience. And I'm really, that's really not my intention. I really don't want to put my past hurts and my past experiences onto you because you're a completely different person. So even, even just be open because I feel like it's very easy to be passive aggressive and even... <laughs> Let me tell you, I've done this and I'm pretty sure every single one of you has done this. When you have a conversation with a person in your mind, so you might be sitting across the table from them and in your head, you're having this very real conversation with the other person and you're arguing with them, even though like they're sitting across the room and you could just actually talk to them and tell them what's happening in your head. So 
two action steps if you, as I said, have some previous experiences, beliefs uh, that you've been carrying with you and you don't want to dump them onto a new situation or dump them onto a new person, right? You want to be able to look at things and people and situations like a blank slate because they are a blank slate and we don't want to carry our old baggage into new experiences because first of all that's really not cooler and we're not going to be able to enjoy that new experience and fully get as much as we could get out of it but second of all subconsciously what we do is we recreate the same experience. So if we have a fear of our partner cheating on us, you know, because it happened to us once before, we go into a new relationship, we bring all this baggage, we are being passive aggressive with them, we are questioning every single move that, you know, they make, we accuse them of, of cheating even when they are not cheating or it's not something they would even think about doing. What happens is you create distance and you keep pushing your partner away and they're not going to feel loved. They're not going to be appreciated. They're not going to feel like you can trust them because you're literally saying to them, I can't trust you. And that might create the result which you feared in the first place. Your partner might feel so separated from you that they're going to go on and they're going to, you know, find somebody else. So number one is don't bring your baggage into a new situation, into a new relationship, because it's just not, it's not fair to you, but it's also very unfair to the other person. And second thing is, even if you bring your baggage into a new situation, it's not that the new situation is bad or the new person is bad, is that we subconsciously, by bringing our baggage, recreate the same results. Because with anything that we do, we have, we carry an energy within us. We carry this... I don't even know how to explain this energy. Yeah, this vibe you can call it. You know, some people just have really good vibes. The other person, you know, you're like, I don't know. There's something about them. I just don't really want to be around them. So anything that we think, believe, the baggage that we have, it still has energy. It still has this energetic field. So just drop your baggage, leave it in the past, right where it belongs and open up. Let new situations be new right? Have no expectations. Just don't expect the same thing to happen that happened years ago. Because let me tell you, it's not that things don't change. It's that we keep recreating the same things. Every single day is our chance to create something new. But oftentimes we fall into patterns and behaviors that are so habitual and repetitive that we keep recreating the same circumstances and the same results. So it's not that things don't change. It's that we keep recreating the same things. And that's where I want to leave you guys. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. As I said, this experience with me being bit by a dog just made me think so much about relationships and love and how we take, you know, one bad thing that happened and we keep recreating it in our minds and then keep recreating it wherever we go. And that's not fair for us and that's not fair for other people as well. So something for you guys to think about. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please let me know. Get in touch with me. I will leave my email and my social links below. I would love, love, love to talk to you about it. And yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in and I will see you in the next episode. 